Hey guys, welcome to the Clean Up Without Me podcast. On today's episode, we will be talking about when life gets hectic, what do we do? We also talk about being pressured to be in someone we're not. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, and leave us a review there also. Email us at cleanupwithoutmepodcast at gmail.com, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, it's Sean from the Clean Up and On Me podcast here to tell you about Top Dog, home of the most delicious hot dogs in the 919. Top Dog is located at South Point Mall in Durham. They put 100% Angus beef dogs inside of a King's Hawaiian roll for an immersive flavor experience. Next time you're at South Point, go ahead and stop by Top Dog located inside of the food court and use code hashtag Lakers for a free hot dog. That's hashtag Lakers for a free hot dog that's sure to blow you away. Oh, <laughs> I know you'll see. Somehow the world will change for me and be so wonderful. I know somehow we're gonna get there and be so wonderful. Remix. Everything on the table. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people who do not identify as any of the standard, what are they? Binary. What you said binary last time? You said binary. (laughs) All of you people that are built out of ones and zeros, we're going to pass it over to Justin to let us with the introduction. Hi, everybody in ones and zeros. My name is Justin, and we're back with episode three of Clean Up On Now Me podcast. Justin, a.k.a. Morpheus. All right, so we have a few different people in the room today than normal. Well, we have normal people in here, but we have uh, we have a newbie here. Let's go around the room and let's let's introduce everybody. Who's here? Sean is in the building. Zach is also in the building. I'm Carlton. <laughs> I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm Tyler. Uh, Ethan here. Kai here. We have a newbie Kai's in the house, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Sick. Sound here sounding like an anime character. <laughs> Kai here. <laughs> so glad. Um, <laughs> so uh, we were gonna talk about what when when life gets hectic. Um, and it sure does. Yeah, it Every it day. does indeed. It stays hectic. Um, when life gets hectic, what's the first thing you do? Make lemonade. Make lemonade. Cry. 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 Break down. I actually tend to peel my fingernails off. And <laughs> do you want to see my toenail? That's that's what that's my the point I really want to get to. So, so I, I do that. that, that I don't want. <laughs> I say that now, but I actually have fingernails for once. Yeah. So. When you like when life gets hectic, it it tends to um, when it when it tends to get to the point where you can't really handle it anymore. What's the first thing you do? Oh, yeah, go. Say, here we go again. Okay, uh, no, it's, it, I um, instinctively hit my vape. Yeah? yeah that's like, Is your life always hectic then? <laughs> no, uh, huh? well, kind of, because train. every five seconds I count them, actually, I have to hit my vape. You are a freight train. That makes sense. All right, anybody else? What, what do you, what's the first thing you do when your life gets hectic? Plug in my headphones. Plug in your headphones, that's a good one. Yeah, anybody else? I go to sleep to avoid my problems. Go to sleep to avoid your problems, yeah. I, feel that I do that. I tend to, like, loan myself off. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I shut people out. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Justin said something that's really interesting, going to sleep. When you go to sleep, you kind of put those problems away. When you wake up, do you feel the problems anymore? Yeah, I got dream problems. Yeah, they're still there. <laughs> they're still there, but I'm just like, oh, They're still there. It's almost like, uh, it's like covering. You guys it's, pray it's a lucid dream so you can just live in that world for a little bit. I still see your shadows in my room. <laughs> um, I, I think that's interesting because when life gets hectic, what we often do is just push it away and expect it to kind of go away. But in reality, it kind of creeps back up over and over again. Would you agree with that? Yeah. 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 That's uh, Tyler. What about you? What was the first thing you do? Make sure there's enough music on my headphones to get me through. Yeah. And just do it. He's lying. He he goes straight to the chili beans. <laughs> chili beans. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, like what Zach said, I do also try to like exclude myself off distance myself because i was actually not feeling great yeah uh, for the last couple days and i wasn't mm-hmm. gonna come today yeah because i just wanted to be alone yeah you know, but you yeah. like us well a little bit just a little bit <laughs> it's my job carlton what about you what do you do I when life gets hectic for you when life gets hectic for you carlton what do you do yeah i procrastinate even more you procrastinate yeah like, like it, it ends up being. Yeah. And I guess that opens up my can of worms. The word overwhelmed. Yeah. Do you do you often feel overwhelmed in life? Not often. Not often. That's say, a lie. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I will say this. Yeah. I overwhelm myself most of the time. That's good. Yeah. 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 You, we're gonna get to all that yeah. today. Like, do, yeah. do you? So I guess anybody else? What's the first thing you do, Kai? What's the first thing you do? Talk to someone I love. Yeah. Talk about like when you get overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always talk to someone. You know, you know who you are, person. Wink, wink. Dance. Yeah, most of the people that I text don't text back. But like, but we we sit here and you know mention that you know we all have those things we go to. Right. We we all have those things that signify us. Crutches. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Crutches. What is your emotional crutch? Or who is your emotional crutch? What is your emotional crutch? Uh, YouTube videos or yeah. making music. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I eat. Mainly, recently, I've just been like, if I get mad, I'll go to the gym and just like. That helps a lot. Yeah. Run for a while. Yeah. I would say my crutches would be music, eating. And then sometimes a little bit of a little bit of songwriting, but I gotta be in the mood. When when life when life gets to that point where you're uh, uh, you have those emotional crutches, you said you said music. Anybody else? What's your emotional crutch? What do you go to most? What do you go to first? Anime. Anime. Okay. <laughs> Justin. Three times a day. Yeah. Tyler. I think just like listening to music. Yeah. yeah. Kai, what's yours? What do I do? Um. Draw. Well, I draw not often anymore, actually. I bake cookies, actually. Yeah. When I get upset, I bake cookies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like, towers of cookies. I'll yeah. make some of those. I'll Carl- make some of those. Yes. Carlton, what's yours? What's your emotional crutch? Uh, I usually just go online and talk to randoms. Talking. That's awesome. yeah. oh, you're What's yours? <laughs> what was it? Music? Yeah. Mine's probably. 
<laughs> my, mine's definitely, my, mine's definitely like music for for sure. Um, recently, it's been one of those things where I get in my car and just blare Zeal, that Kings K album. But when it comes to when it comes to those emotional crutches, do you rely on that thing all the time? Is it? How often do you go to that emotional crutch? Is it like every day? Is it every week? Is it every month? What? Actually, probably every day. Yeah. It's like every my, day. Mine extends outside of just that, <clears throat> just that emotional crutch, just yep. because it's mm-hmm. uh, a thing. That's <laughs> what, what I do anyway. Yeah. So. I'm about to say I think it would depend on the situation, because a lot of times I can go to music, but then a lot of the times like I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, I think it just depends on the situation, and that's and that's the product of of an overwhelming life. Mm-hmm. Um, is life more over? And this is going to be an interesting topic for for you guys right now because is it is life more overwhelming now than it was say a year ago, or or a month ago, or a day ago even? Is life more overwhelming for you now than it was in the past? Well, it depends on far back you go. Is it better? It gets more overwhelming every day. Yeah. I think what causes that? I'm getting better. Yeah, what causes that? What causes the overwhelmingness? Your mind. Your mind. Yeah, that's interesting. You really over like you really do overthinking. Yeah. Overthinking. He just said that. That's overthinking. Right. Do you overthink a lot? Yes. Of yeah. course. Everyone. Well, you run you run the same you run like, the same situation over again in your mind over and over again. Yeah, I feel like everyone does in their own way. Yeah. And that's what kind of yeah. Carlton, do you do that ever? What, do you run yeah. Yeah, I'm always Yeah. Oh do you overthink though? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All the time? Mm, sometimes. Yeah. Justin? Uh, yeah, I feel like I do it a bit too much, and I feel like that's what messes me up, like, socially, I guess, because I just feel like I can't break out of a shell. It's hard to I, do. It's I, hard. I, I just think about, I just overthink, and I'm like, wow, people see me as this when I'm really trying to be, like, I don't know. I, like, Would you I agree it's, right it's, it's easier to be yourself over a text message and a Snapchat than it is to be yes, in person? Yeah. I don't mediated. know about that actually. Really? Mediated yeah. communication. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm decently well enough to yeah. talk about my problems mm-hmm. to random people. Yeah. So like, what is it? it I don't know. I don't know. I see that I do it without thinking about it. Like sometimes I'll just be like, like if some if I go into a store, they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm just like, "I mean, I'm alright." Yeah. Yeah, like oh, that's a good that's a good thing. Whenever we ask people, you know, how you doing, they'll go, oh, "I'm good, I'm fine." Yeah. Usually, Are you re- I, don't, I don't just say that. I'll just be like, and, I mean, I'm alright. And we don't realize that. Plain, I guess. I, in 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 this world, we talked about it on that relationship podcast that never came out, got deleted. Rip. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, we talked about how it's easier for us on these online dating profiles to kind of just put your picture out there and put like a little bio, and that <clears throat> that's enough, right? That's enough for a lot of people. But if you, but how many of us have the guts to put your whole self out there? I'm not saying that you're better for putting your like Sean's giving that look. When you put yourself out there, when you put yourself out there in life, is it scary? Yeah. Why is it scary? Because you're turning the volume all the way up. Turn that. You're yeah. Loud. That is that is exactly the point of that. Is you turn the volume all the way up. Um, what is what's your biggest hurdle you go through right now with with life being overwhelming yeah. what's your biggest hurdle what repeat question the future what? the future the future is scary bro yeah what what um what was the, i just lost my train of thought with that question the biggest problem you should check the tracks 
<laughs> the the what's the what's the scariest part about life being overwhelming right now? Dying. Dying. I'm not that's, even that's afraid of life. death. To be honest. That's the I most mean, relieving well, part. I can't. I can't <laughs> lie. I'm not even afraid of death anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm, I've always had just like a, I've been so close. An absurd I'm, fear of death doesn't bother me. Yeah. It, when I, It'll all be over when it's over. Yeah. When I get really stressed, like I used to do it when I was younger, when I was like ten or eleven. And I'd be like laying down. I couldn't go to sleep because I'm sitting there thinking like I'm gonna die and then I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna exist. And then I wake up. You had an existential crisis at yeah. eleven. I would do the same thing. I would get. I would. I would be like, it would be like it'd be like eleven o'clock at night, and I just wake up and I'd start cleaning for like two or three hours because I didn't know what else to do. But yeah. when life gets that way, <clears throat> as a younger kid, yeah, you know, you all you know is having fun, having fun, having fun. Yeah. And I guess when you're confronted with death for the first time, it yeah. it's scary. Yeah. I think Tyler has a good, you know, mm-hmm. background with that when he when he's dealt with, you know, death in his family. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Tyler is really strong and overcome a lot of that is proof that life, while it can be overwhelming, when you've got the people around you to be that that I don't want to say the crutch for you, but but for you to rely on and you and for them to kind of tell you what how life is and how good it is. And how, I'm about to say it, that uh, those moments it does help to have somebody. Yeah. Because I've already explained it several times. There have been times where if I didn't have anybody, I might not very well be here. Yeah. I think we all could say that in this room right now. Mm-hmm. That if you didn't have a certain person or a that certain situation happen. That you needed at happen, that point in time. Yeah. That may have been the last straw for hey, you. You know, you don't even know it, who it would be because one big person for me is my niece, Sophia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just she don't even know. She's she like doesn't. Yeah, four, she she's five. five. Yeah, and she oh, doesn't even know. Yeah, my, my nephew Aiden's that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like uh-huh. you, and and that's just let like when when you see somebody like that that that's so young and so innocent and they see you and you feel like you're overwhelmed, you're sad, you're going through a bunch of shit and you don't feel like the best person. And they still come up and go say, "Hey, Uncle Ethan," and they smile and they want me to pick them up and toss them in there and stuff like yeah. that that makes my day and that like, interaction makes it yeah it makes like it when worth they, it like when they see you like you may they may have been away you hadn't seen them in a while it's just like boom instant they mm-hmm. missed me like, like you never like you never even walked out the door and i guess what really sparked this in my mind this week thinking about this was the the effects of a hurricane and a tornado a hurricane is a sustainable thing that you know continues for um, a good bit of time, like for like weeks and, and honestly months, it could do that. It could be a storm system that lasts for a long time. And then you've got tornadoes that last for like what, 10, 12, like 10, 20 minutes if that, not even, yeah, not even that. Maybe like two or three minutes. Yeah. Like, do you have more hurricanes in your life right now or tornadoes? Which one lasts longer? Hur- hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes. Yeah. I was from Florida. So Probably yeah, more tornadoes. Tornadoes? Yeah. Tornado flew around the room the other day. <laughs> My potato did. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that tornado. Justin, what about you? Probably uh, tornadoes. Yeah. Kai. Yeah. Hurricane, because it always seems to be coming like the same thing coming back over and over, you know. Yep. That's what a hurricane honestly does. Is when it goes somewhere, it can just wrap right back around. Just chill just right on top of us, like yep. like most hurricanes do here. Yeah. Tyler. Hurricanes or tornadoes? Uh, I think maybe hurricanes mostly, but then like just different things may be 
like a tornado. Like yeah. hurricanes that just may continuously come through and then be a tornado. And and I think that what what's the first thing you do to overcome those things? What what what's the first step? Like say you got people take shelter. So wow. so I I you know you say that you know in all honesty if, if somebody on the other end is listening to this and and they're like well that's me you know that's they're dealing with this themselves they're dealing with the hurricanes and tornadoes of life and they're dealing with very serious things and they don't know how to react to it what what would you guys do what do you guys do to fix those things what would you, what, what 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 first bit of advice would you give someone dealing with the same things you deal with remember to breathe yeah because you uh, feel like you're drowning a lot. Yeah, Dr- yeah, drowning. That's a good one. What I've thought about, uh, especially over the past like couple weeks or whatever, it'll all kind of eventually wear itself out. So don't think too hard about it. There's much more, you know, going on, and you really just have to focus on the end of the tunnel at that point. And the older just, you just get, the harder it gets too. Yeah, that's for sure. It really does. Yeah, push faster. Tyler, what would you yeah. tell somebody? Tell somebody that's just going through. Mm-hmm. That on the end of, on the end of the dark cloud, there's a blue sky. Yeah. Like Andy said, um, the very last song of anxiety. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. And I was talking about, yeah. yeah, the whole thing. And you know, yeah, Justin, what would you tell somebody? Um, I don't know. See, what I would what I would say is just something negative, but just say it. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like I feel like uh, for me, I feel like the greatest things that like I really would never overcome you know I feel like that's just a part of me now I feel like you just have to live with the the stuff that happened makes you who you are yeah it makes me it makes me who I am now yeah I feel like I just have to live with it scars yeah battle scars um you know we mentioned it before with with um forgiveness and I guess we all have a situation in our life where we've we've tried to forgive somebody and it's hard to what we said push it deep down in those situations um those become scars and they become things that quite honestly just stick around and you don't know what to do with them carlton what would you tell somebody uh first of all tell them to call 1-800-273-8255 because <laughs> that's how I memorized it, yeah. first of all. <laughs> but um, because, like, sometimes you don't have people around you who can give good advice, and it's best to go to a professional sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, also, if you go to a university, a college, they tend to have uh, special care that they can provide to you. And uh, it's uh, it's really good if you can seek that out and it's always best I've found to 
I lost my train of thought. You can cut that out. Yeah. Sean? What was it? What would you tell somebody? I mean, like Justin said, even if it's a part of you, you still find somebody, like, find somebody you can talk to. Like, I mean, looking around this room, I've got plenty of people I can talk to. I can tag any one of these people and have somebody there for me in, like, five seconds. That's facts. What would you tell somebody? Um, one thing that really got me through my short spurt in college was that life goes on. Like, past every mistake and past every closed door, like, life will continue on. Something else is going to happen. And what happens now, you know, what happens, happens. You can't do anything about it. You have to just keep going. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Um, and... You got something to say? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what I would say is uh, breathe. Um, brace yourself and let go. Because stuff is going to happen. Like they say, you got to let it go. And how hard it's going to be to let it go is very tough. You got to be prepared for that. And that's where I would say take all the advice that this that you guys just gave our listeners. Take your advice in those situations too. Because while I know that the person on the other end of this in their car with their headphones, they're, you know, they're dealing with it. I know everybody in this room is too. So that leads me to overthinking yourself and putting yourself through an emotional hell. Honestly, I think a lot of times those situations that we endure outside of our own selves puts us through it, but we put ourselves through more of an emotional hell than we can really count, can't we? Like I, I think we put ourselves through more than we really should. Um, how do we stop that? How do we stop putting ourselves through those things? Where do we start with that? Where do we start? How do we how do we stop putting ourselves through things? Do what? How do you prevent it? Yeah. How do you prevent it? I would say uh, take things take things that need to be done first. Yeah. Do them, and then just continuously work on the things that you can get done another day. But don't forget about the things that need to get done today. Do you feel pressured to be someone you're not? Yes. Like we're, we're talking about when life gets hectic, do you feel pressured to be someone that you don't want to be? Yeah. No. No. I don't think so. I no. really don't know. Yeah. That's a good question, actually. It's kind of. I feel like. I just don't know. I feel like the people in my life have always just been like, like you're gonna do what you want to do. We're gonna be there, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. So I've had a, a good background in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to worry about. When it comes to my family, do you feel pressured to be someone that you're not? Um, I definitely think so. You know, everyone has a little bit of that where you feel like you have to change something to fit or change something so people, you know, won't look at you differently. 
and especially when you start going out and you know trying to find a job trying to do things like that you really have to worry about what people think of you and I think that sucks so I want to be the person who's like I don't care I don't care what you think you know I'm gonna be mean but at the same time you know it can kind of drive your life sometimes you know it depends like it can drive whether or not you get that job whether or not you can afford to live in a place you want you know and in this world of we talked about being different the last one you know it kind of, everything's kind of led it led that's that's the object of all these episodes they're going to lead into it, the next one and being different into when life gets hectic when you're different life's going to get a little worse people they they tell you to be different but they want you to conform to whatever they're doing yeah so that's interesting it, yeah. it, it's all just and it's just BS. You, you're supposed to do. They're they're giving you two two doors that go to the exact same place, or they go to completely different places, and neither one of them really work. Because if you could just start doing everything everybody else is doing, you're you're just gonna become n- nothing. You're just gonna fade into oblivion. I'd like but to. If you're uh, too different, then when you well, when you equate it to like somebody in a bank, like a bank teller. Um. This is weird for it's weird to explain this. I don't know how, but I I don't know the name of a lot of bank tellers. Like they're kind of in I don't know that any of their names. They're they're like they just take your money and do whatever. They yep. just got this job that they sit behind the counter and just take money and just put it in the bank and do that. They got a name the tag. Don't yep. care. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you go to a you go to a restaurant, that waitress and waiter, you know, they're meant to. They're they're supposed to stand out and be their own selves and be their own be a good, be a good be a really good waiter or waitress and do this stuff and do that and then do this and this and this. And then you go to the, a retail place that I work at, and you have to be this outgoing person that constantly it's is fake. Yeah, fake. It sounds scripted. Yeah, you have to be this this thing, and and then when you work at like an automotive shop, you just got to fix cars and just not talk to anybody. This world's so different. With jobs and everything, and life gets heading in different ways. But at the end of the day, the pluses of being yourself, they would, to me, they outweigh everything. But I know that the risks of being yourself are a lot harder than it seems. Because it, you guys are like 20, 19, 20, 21, and that me and you know, Tyler's 23, 24, I'm 27. So, you know, I know we, we're, we're almost in the same age range, almost. But, like, you know, the stuff that I've dealt with in high school and college is different than what you guys dealt with. Because I went to a different kind of college. So I never dealt with the pressure of being someone I'm not. But what I dealt with was the pressure of everything else raining down on me to make things harder. And the weight that you had to carry on your shoulders. And you almost didn't know how to breathe. You know, Ethan said, don't forget to breathe. I almost felt like that breathing wasn't a first nature. It was like, it was just something I just forgot to do. Yeah. That is so interesting to me that you said that. That's why I just went on that rant. Because breathing is something that in this whole entire process we forget about. Yeah. Yeah, someone says that. I feel like our society that we live in is a Lego box. We the people are the Legos. And in this society, you can be anything you want to be as long as you're that Lego. And you can be a flat piece. You can be a two post you can be whatever you want but once you become a jenga block and you decide you want to do what you want you're in another box and you can't you can't be in society's lego box anymore yeah so 
And it's hard to roam around the world and see people that are stuck in that society box. Because you want them to desperately be different. And you want them to desperately see that they can be themselves without that pressure. But they don't listen and they don't do it. Yo. Well, I know one thing is, my parents don't watch this anyway, so. (laughs) No, they don't. Um, That's one thing I'm actually dealing with right now when it comes to, like, my parents. Is because I'm 20 years old, I still live with my parents. You can say what you say, I still, a lot of people do it. Um, but I want to go to the, a college yeah. for my dream. This is my dream I want to do. Mm-hmm. But almost every time I attempt to do it, my parents do something to get me to go to work at some contractor, some power plant, something that I hate. And... My dad, my last con- contractor job, he didn't even tell me that I had the job until the day before. And he said, hey, you have a job. You have work tomorrow. Something's coincidental. Yeah. And then, what is it? My mom, this summer, I'm not going to have a day off because she's the one that put me for a mechatronics program at PCC. And she was like, you would love it. And she assigned me up for it. And I'm like, I didn't, you didn't even ask me. And you're wasting my time. Like, I want to go do what I want to do. And I just, I, I never... My parents have always been like that. They've always wanted me to conform. And it, it's hard when you live with that. Every day. You know? And we've all had somebody in this room tell us, hey, you have to be this. And you have to conform to this. You have to do this. You have to be this. You have to do this at. You have to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know, we've, we've kind of ran around that topic of life being hectic and people make it hectic, situations make it hectic. We make it hectic ourselves. At the end of the day, where are you at right now? Are you, are you, are you making steps to be better? Are you becoming more confident in those situations? Do you feel like, do you feel like you're coming out of the tunnel or do you feel like you're in the middle of it and you think there's an end? Where are you at right now? Probably towards the end. Yeah. Like, I can see the next steps ahead of me. <clears throat> but, uh... It's like, it's like, yeah, I can see the next steps ahead of me, but it's like there's a roadblock in the way, so I'm just trying to figure out how to get around it to get to the end of that tunnel. Carlton? What? What was the question? Where are you, where are you at right now in, in your life's issues? Are you at the end of the tunnel? My are you out of issues? it? issues? I think I'm, like, halfway through, probably. You know, a nice tunnel going through. Yeah. Justin? Uh, I feel like I'm in, like, Indiana Jones, you know? Yeah. I'm slaying the tomb, about to finish, get the diamond at the end, and then I just get caught in uh, some quicksand. There's that boulder. That's it. Man, we always talk about how Justin has these, like, wonderful things, (laughs) these examples. That's a good one, man. That's so good. I think we can all agree where it's been at that point before. <laughs> we feel like you're like, oh, I got it. And then like, oh, it stabs you. Like, oh, crap. Or it's fake. It's a fake diamond. It's the trick Forgot one. Forgot to put the counterweight on it. <laughs> I didn't do it right. <laughs> Tyler, what about you? Where are you at? I still got hills to climb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Regardless, regardless oh, yeah. if there's still, if there's still stuff I have to do, there's still other things I have to do as well. 
Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a mountain. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. I would say it's more of a mountain for me. Yeah. Because it's just like, I feel like I'm yodeling all the way. Like, I'm ha- I'm halfway yodeling up, like, on the right side. But I'm not at the peak yet. Yeah. You know? Because at the peak, you can just slide down. It's really hard to, to guesstimate that. Because I guess sometimes it doesn't feel more like a straight tunnel. But more of like a maze and it forks in the road and you have to decide left or right and both of them have a light but which one's your light you mm. know which and that's that's kind of where i'm at right now it's like you a forest full of radio towers <laughs> <laughs> wow that's good sean uh, that's why i think i like this question where you at because everyone had a different way of putting it, a different example, a different light. I think for me, I'm at a place where I think I'm always going to be in the tunnel. The problem is I have headlights. And so I can just turn the headlights on and see. I do have another thing. Yeah. I would actually change my analogy from a mountain to an ocean. Because I am on my little raft but I can go anywhere, and I'm still deciding. Yeah. Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? I'm still at basically the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, I. I have headlights, and I. I'm just trying to see, and, and I'm trying to see where I'm going, and maybe. Maybe I can get out. Maybe I can. Um, maybe I can make it out of the tunnel. Um, but to you that's listening to this, I hope that this podcast encourages you and, um, I hope that it's encouraged you a little bit and I hope that people, um, uh, these, these guys have encouraged you as they have I, because they are people I love very much. And I hope that, um, their stories encourage you, uh, and that they give you a little bit of hope and a little bit of faith. Um, so, uh, that being said, um, does anybody else have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up here? Well, friends, um, that's going to do it for this episode. Let's go around and everybody can say bye. This has been Sean. I've been Zach. Uh, I'm also Carlton again. This has been Justin. I'm Tyler. It's Ethan. It's Kai. Zach, take us home. Stay safe. In Norway. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great one. Bye.